baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Absolutely heartbreaking to watch right now. The parents of um, the, the the woman soldier yeah. killed, Specialist Brown Moffat, Savannah, Georgia, yep. just 23 years old, yeah. God bless him, um, are on Fox News. They are heartbroken. And I opened the show this morning. Um, you know what? Let's do this. Say their names. How about that? Say their names, Sergeant William Rivers, 46, Carrollton, Georgia, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia, way too young, Specialist Brown Moffat, 23, of Savannah, Georgia. And you know what? Um, yesterday's Battleground podcast, I, I flat out said these, these young people would be alive if Donald Trump was the president. Mm-hmm. And the absolute outrage is, right now, we are three days past this happening, Okay. This was not one of these deals where Iran's kind of out there operating a drone. It's, you know, they're caught in a crossfire. This is not one of these deals. They're caught in a side blast or something like that. This thing was homicidal. This drone flew in behind our drone. And it, you know, I guess it fooled our equipment. I don't know all the details of it yet. We're still getting them. But flew in. And this was a homicidal drone. It was meant to kill. You can't get any clearer than this. It's been three days, and just as I predicted, we are still funding Iran. We are still giving money to Iran. So everybody out there, you want to do something for Brianna Moffat this morning? Her mom is beside herself on Fox News right now. My heart breaks for her as a mother. If you want to do something, when you use this show for show prep, talk about the money. Why? It's not as sexy as, hey, Paul Moran, and I'm all for that if we want to work up to it, okay? But when you are funding your enemy and that funding is the reason they can afford to do this and operate their Quds Force and all of these things they're doing, you are paying the enemy to kill our troops. I know it. The Biden administration knows it. And Iran knows it. And Lee, they look. And hold on. Four things. Four things that Iran is looking at right now, okay? They know we're going to hit a grain depot. They know we're going to hit a weapons depot. And and they know that, okay? They don't care about that. Number one, can they still draw down on the $6 billion that that Joe gave them on 9-11 in a signal to do that on 9-11? My God, the gall. $6 billion. Yes, they can. Number two, the $10 billion that we unfroze for them as a reward, because that's how they'll see it, after October 7th for the slaughter that they armed, trained, and provided logistical support for to Hamas. Yes, we rewarded them with $10 billion. We unfroze it so they could have it. Number three, the crippling sanctions that Donald Trump put on them, referred to as crippling this morning on Fox News because the people were literally going hungry. That's how effective they are. They were. Donald Trump did that just because they're a sponsor of terror. They didn't actually kill three Americans. Put the crippling sanctions back on. Nope. Been 72 hours in finally and most terrifyingly. Put the sanctions back on the missiles. We had sanctions barring Iran from buying the missiles they need to mount the nukes on. 
We let them expire again in when? October, after October 7th, we let them expire. We could have left them. What does this say? We will put the crippling sanctions back on if you buy the missiles you need to deliver the nukes. Why, for the love of God, would you let that expire when this weekend headline in the UK Telegraph, one of the two big dailies in that country, Iran has enough uranium to make 12 nuclear bombs in five months, warns former UN weapons inspector. So Iran looks at all this, Lee, and the three dead young Americans, and wow, it's been three days, money hasn't been cut off. And you know why? Because it's not going to be. Because they want a nuclear-armed Iran. That is the only way you reward them after October 7th, after that massacre, with an unfreezing or, or an undoing of the sanctions that bar them from getting the missile. You are saying to Iran, as clearly as if you wrote them a letter, please get the nukes. Please put the nukes on the missiles. Please use the missiles. I, I, you can't get any clearer. They are actively working with Iran to free this up. Now, it, it, unfortunately, I guess it makes for better ratings on Fox News. They're all like, hey, bum, then bum, then bum. They don't like to talk about the money. I, I don't know why they don't like to talk about the money, but they don't like to talk about the money. It drives me nuts. But for 10 seconds this morning on Fox News, Florida Representative Mike Waltz did talk about the money. Number two, you drive up, you dry up the cash. Uh, Iran's received over a hundred billion dollars in oil sales, waivers, and hostage money since Biden has come in. And a lot of that, Lee, the 16 billion Biden gave him flat out. But the but the rest of it, a lot of the rest of it, is just taking the sanctions off yeah. that Trump had put on. So, um, by the way, if you do the math there, they'll have uh, nukes before the election. So, and that's what they want. That's what the Biden administration wants. You can't look at it any other way. In fact, they're trying to help them by making sure they have the funds to buy the missiles. It's been three days. Yeah. If, if this was my child, I would be enraged. I think I would spend every day as long as Biden is in office and this is going on in front of the White House picketing. So somebody would hear me. Just something like these sanctions, just some executive order. But there's, I mean, like I said in one of the previous hours, that could take three minutes. Yeah. Three, three minutes after this, this occurred. Pen. You know, uh, yeah, pick up your pen and, and do another executive order to reinstate. Of course, that's part of the problem. They never want to do anything that Donald Trump did. Even if what Donald Trump did was the right thing, and in many cases it was, they will never, ever say that they want to do the same thing Donald Trump did. Period. End of story. Even mm-hmm. though they do it repeatedly. And I agree with that, but this is much more malicious. This is about protecting Iran and buying them time to achieve the goal that that the Obama administration had from the moment it sent those pallets of cash down that runway in non-American unmarked bills to pay Iran to provide the funds for the nuclear program. And at first Obama said, no, no, I didn't pay them. That's a lie. Then he said, okay, well, we might have paid him $400 million. Oh, did I mean $1.6 billion? Sorry. Yeah, in pallets of cash, middle of the night. So now we use hostage deals to transfer the money. But make no mistake, they are protecting Iran until Iran can become nuclear armed. That is what they are doing. And so they don't want to do anything serious in retaliation for the death of these young people. And the one seriously, the one thing they could do that would one signal to Iran we're not on their side anymore, we do not support them being nuclear armed, and number two, really get them back, is to cut off the money. May, they, they Go back and read about that period. Trump had them on their knees. The people were so hungry, they were in the streets. They were hungry for food. Yeah. That is how you depose this regime. You do it from inside. 
okay, you're going to let your leaders run around doing this? You're not eating. That was the Trump policy, and it worked, Lee. Mm -hmm. Listen to Trey Yinks describe what it was like under Trump, okay? So we took out Soleimani, and only then did they do strikes. Listen to this. And when we look back just a few years, look at the beginning of 2020, when during the Trump administration, a drone strike was ordered against top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani outside of Baghdad's international airport. And look at the Iranian response at that moment. We're talking about 13 ballistic missiles that were fired at the al-Assad base in western Iraq that still houses American troops. And that was considered a large response by the Iranians. Now the Iranians are using ballistic missiles on a weekly basis. They're firing rockets and drones toward American troops across the Middle East. You have Iran-backed Houthis in Yemen that are targeting not just commercial ways in the Red Sea, but also American Navy ships that are operating in this area. Eric? So it shows you what Trump did. I mean, they, we have had 169 strikes since October as, a, as Biden has protected them. We only responded, according to Politico, to 10% of those. Yeah. We're just buying them time, buying them time, buying them time. And, and okay, look at the article we had just last week. The Mexican government is extremely alarmed because now all of a sudden the Mexican cartels have American military equipment, equipment not manufactured for the population, only supposed to be manufactured for the military including what? Uh, rocket launchers. What's going to... I mean, when you talk about fissile material, enough for 12 bombs, it's not, ju it's not just nuclear bombs we have to worry about. You can do so much with that nuclear material, nuclear tip missiles. You don't have to have a full-on nuke. Are they going to walk that across our border? I, I, I mean, are they going to hit our base with it and now we've got irradiated troops dying slowly? And to understand, they don't care if any of that happens. They don't care. Three days, still funding Iran. And look, it's not just the symbolism of it, Lee. It is the fact of how Iran reads it. They read it as an attaboy. Go get them. Do it again. Not just killing our troops. That's small potatoes to the Biden regime. What they see it as an attaboy for, okay, come on, keep going, keep going. You got five months left, five months left, five months left to get to nukes. Come on, come on, come on. And this is how Trey Yinks described what is happening right now with Iran. It's not just about three troops killed, although that is incredibly tragic. It's this. This is a massive escalation. There's no other way to describe what happened. These Iran-backed Iraqi and Syrian Shia militias have been operating since the war erupted between Israel and Hamas 114 days ago. But Jennifer makes an important distinction. What's happening on the ground now, these attacks on American forces, 159 of them since mid-October, has no longer specifically to do with what's happening on the ground in Gaza and has more to do with Iran's broader aims to ignite the region into a larger conflict. With the full support of Joe Biden and protection. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
When all else fails, just flat out lie. Let me ask you a question. You're a normal American. Did you go to the grocery store recently? Go to the store recently? Buy something recently? Hmm. Is the price higher or lower than it was three years ago? Well, Joe Biden would tell you it's lower. The prices are coming down. Have you seen that at the grocery store? I mean, there have been a few selected items. You had, you know, some problems with eggs and chickens and coops and diseases and a lot of coops burning and weird stuff going on. That price went up, but they've come down a little. Okay, eggs. It's not anything to do with inflation. It's more to do with the industry, though. Overall, the price is coming down. No? Okay. Well, I guess Joe Biden is talking to other people who maybe live in the Hamptons here, like next to Barack Obama, and don't do their own shopping. Actually out there, just gaslighting Americans, telling us prices are coming down. Okay. We know this isn't true because his own Bureau of Labor Statistics says prices across the board are up just shy of 17% since he took office. Okay, so we know that from his own Bureau of Labor Statistics, a federal agency. But that doesn't stop Joe. No, 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 no. Doesn't stop Joe. He'll just gaslight you to your face. The cost of eggs, milk, chicken, gas, and so many other essential items have come down. But for all we've done to bring prices down, there are still too many corporations in America ripping people off. Okay. Inflation came down a little bit, but as Lee often explains, inflation is like a rocket ship. So what has essentially happened is instead of it going 100 miles an hour, it's like, you know, going, you know, it's now going 30 miles an hour, but it hasn't turned around and gone down. It has, it's still going up. So all the inflation that we've already experienced is built into the prices right now. You're still paying it. You're still paying the prices from when it was 9%. It's just the rocket ship slowed down a little bit, but it's not where it historically is and where it is, is still in very dangerous territory. Okay. Here's what makes it so interesting. Biden's Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, who I am convinced still has her job because she lies for him. Oh, inflation. It's only transitory, said Jan. I don't know if she was doing magic mushrooms or just deliberately lying or what. By the way, the Chinese spiked her with magic mushrooms when she went over there. Jan fell for it. They thought it was funny. Anyway, Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, throws Joe Biden under the bus. Prices? They're not down. And... They're not going down. Like, ever? No. How do you convince Americans and voters that those prices might not go back to where they were before the pandemic? Well, I think most um, Americans know that prices um, are not likely to fall. It's not the Fed's objective to um, try to push the level of prices back to where they were. Back to where they were. What? End of the pandemic. What is the end of the pandemic? That's the Biden administration. Beginning of the Biden administration. You know, before they went up 17%. She just throws them under the bus. Now prices aren't going down. Are they ever going down? Nope. Never again. Sorry. We're not even going to try that. We're not even going to try that. Okay. Unbelievable. All right. Kareem Jean-Pierre. Boy, does this give you a window into their way of thinking. You don't die for America anymore, apparently, when you join the military. This may come as a surprise for some of you, to some of you who served. You thought you were serving America or Americans you were not. You are serving the administration. Can you imagine dying for Joe Biden? Can you imagine that? But they think that's what, this is how they think. Queen John Pierre. Trying to put into words that three troops 
have died. Notice something she does here. This is the spokes hack for Joe Biden. She is, I think she becomes flustered in the middle because she's trying very hard not to gender them. She can't say men and women, woman, men, no. She's got, what? Well, just listen. Listen to this mess. This is how, after you, after you die, apparently not for America, because America's not really a concept that they want to really admit to existing because they're trying to destroy it. After you die for dear leader, there I fixed it. This is what you get for your sacrifice. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are, who are military folks, who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration. What? Uh, no, 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 no. But this is how they see it. This is how they see it. The art, see, we're Democrats, we're in charge now. The army is ours. We do our things with it. Really? No, you fight for the country. They hate the country. They're trying to destroy the country. By the way, while we're on to the gender neutral thing, but gotta be real careful. They might be dead, but we don't want to offend anybody by mis- misgendering them. 118 new emojis are on the way this year. Additions include a phoenix. Love the concept of a phoenix. A lime. A brown mushroom. A broken chain. And you'll love this one. Gender neutral families. Where nobody knows what they are. Is dad dad or is dad mom? Or is mom dad or mom is dad? No, you're not dad. Who is that? What is that? Is that to say? I don't say. Don't know. And on their way, you'll enjoy them on Apple iOS and on Google. There is a series of gender-neutral family emojis. How would you do that? If that's your assignment, how do you draw a gender-neutral family? In an emoji, so you can't, you don't have much to work with. Well, they're basically silhouette versions of the existing family emojis with various combinations of gender-non-genders. Oh, God. Okay, I, I, I'm done. I'm done with this segment. I'll be back. I might have to have a hard drink at the break. That could take a while. Never underestimate Never underestimate the stupidity of your fellow Americans, most especially educated female suburban voters, the most dangerous force on earth, as best as I can tell. Excepting, of course, present company, because if you're a woman and you live in the suburbs and you're educated and you're listening to this show, something went very wrong at the woke university you attended, or back then just politically correct university you attended. You are a failure of the hive mind, but you're very welcome here. And you're among the most informed people on earth. Unfortunately, we are not a majority, we women. Stupidest voters on earth. They could be programmed to do anything. And apparently no one more powerful in the hive mind right now among the sheeple than Taylor Swift. Oh, dear God. Have you seen these bumpers here? These women are putting them on the back of their SUVs. Yeah, they got that, like, the NFL logo. I went by one the other day, and Taylor Swift. As if she, like, plays in the NFL. They're into NFL now. There's no other sports stuff on the back of the car. I'm like, lady, 
Oh, my God. Headline, Taylor Swift could sway 2024 election outcome. New poll finds. I believe this. With a fifth of voters likely to back candidate endorsed by the singer. Now, do you think they're men? I mean, Dylan Mulvaney, maybe. But no. No, they're not men. 18% of voters said they're more likely or significantly more likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. And she hates Donald Trump. She's vowed to defeat him before in a tweet. Wow. Now, you should also know 17% said they would be less likely to vote for a candidate backed by Swift, um, which they say could bode badly for Democrat Joe Biden. Yeah, but those aren't the ones where you are already more educated than the rest. These are the lofos, the low information voters she's talking to. And I guarantee most of them are women. Wow. Most especially, and I don't mean to scare you this early in the morning, the 8 million new voters in the U.S. electorate um, from Gen Z. So very scary. They will be voting and uh, no doubt looking to the guidance of their celestial celestial guru, <laughs> Taylor Swift. How powerful is Taylor Swift exactly? Well, here's a couple of examples. Talking about the Kelsey fan base and... Uh, Swift's fan base. These two fan bases are huge and devoted. Just from Swift attending that single Chiefs game, Kelsey's merchandise sales jumped 400%. Idiots. Well, I got to have this because Taylor Swift said, uh, okay. In one Instagram story, Swift urged her fans to exercise their democratic right to register and vote. She told them where to go, vote.org. Her followers appeared to heed her advice, with the number of users logging on to Vote.org skyrocketing 1,206%. 1,206%, really? In the course of an hour. So, you know, dear God, if she tells them to go vote for Joe Biden. They will literally vote to starve. Swift has amassed 450 million followers on X. What am I talking about vote to starve, by the way? Do you hear about the latest? I told you this was coming, so this will not be a surprise to uh, those of you who have listened to the show for a long time. Remember the Nitrogen Army? Yeah. Um, smaller, true, than the IRS Army. $15 billion given to um, the to, to a nitrogen-fighting team, to build a nitrogen-fighting team inside the EPA. What is this for? Well, who uses nitrogen? People who grow stuff. Okay. Well, you don't need $15 billion worth of regulators to go march out like an army uh, to handle industrial-level farms, right? Because they're, they're big. I mean, there's one point you call, right? What do you need that for? What do you need that for? You need it to go after gardens. You need it to go after what I drive by all the time because uh, a lot of you have this. You have this, like, kind of big garden, you know, like it's... It's like half an acre or it's an acre. It's not a farm, but it's enough to sustain you and your neighbors. They can't have that. Look, folks, in California, legislation passed to for up to a year in prison for illegal possession of a gas-powered leaf blower. Do you think they're going to let you have your own food? No. Not happening. So they are making the move on that. 
they are making the move on that. Headline, uh, in the Telegraph, this is about a American study, though, carbon footprint of homegrown food five times greater than those grown conventionally. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not going to be able to do that anymore. This is a study from the University of Michigan looking at how much CO2 was produced when growing food in different types of urban farms and found that on average serving food made from traditional farms creates 0.07 kg of CO2, uh, but it's five times higher for your own garden, 0.34 K. So what do they say? Every good liberal knows this now. Every the, the only foods that you can grow that aren't, you know, high carbon or higher carbon than the industrial food, which the Democrats will control, right? Supply routes is tomatoes and asparagus. That's all you're allowed to grow. They say 90% of your garden should be taken up by flowers. Where do they find out you can eat flowers for sustenance? They'll ban that too. Lest you doubt me that they are intending to do this. It was announced at the World Economic Forum two weeks ago in Davos. So worse now than genocide is ecocide where you grow stuff on the land without the Democrat Party's permission. Unlike a, an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent, with ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is Eat. do all of these things that are um, you know, producing energy and so on. What's, it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. Uh-huh. By the way... She is an agenda collaborator. So this is her laying out their agenda, okay? So what do you want to do about the eco-side? Not too worried about the genocide because the eco-side will cause the genocide. What do you want to do about the eco-side, Jojo Maida? What does the World Economic Forum want to do? You'd know you're an agenda collaborator for their, their agenda. Not their agenda for the meeting, for their agenda for the world. Make it illegal. Fishing and farming? concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organization and other collaborators aim to do uh-huh. is to have this recognized legally as a serious crime. Now, they need their underlying justification. So here it is. You, you, I told you carbon footprint of homegrown food five times greater than those grown. They say stop gardening. But if you're going to do it, you're only allowed to grow for now because they'll take this away too. tomatoes and asparagus and 90 percent has to be flowers because they apparently do something good in the environment. I don't know why I guess pollinators. I don't know. So you have to give back for the sin of wanting to eat by growing 90 percent flowers. How do flowers taste? Do they fry up? OK, I mean, I don't know. We may be eating that. So, folks, it's all coming together. What I told you, this is why you spend $15 billion on a nitrogen army, because you intend to go into my backyard where my son and I have the joy of gardening every spring. We love to do it together. And they, they need a little bureaucrat. Say, is that, is that, we saw it from the street. Is that a garden in there? Oh, boy, what are you growing? We, like, we grew sweet potatoes last year. We grow strawberries, too. Uh, forbidden fruit. Nope, can do. Got to rip that up. Got to rip that up and grow some flowers. At least till we want to eat those for sustenance and then those will have to go too. I told you. I'm telling you what they're going to do. You can stop them anytime you want. See, this is the problem though. Taylor Swift will tell these women, you don't need a garden. Go vote for Joe Biden. You don't need to eat. You're too fat anyway, honey. You're a heifer. By the way, that woman you just heard from, she's a heifer. You see her? She's never missed a meal. And I don't think she intends to. She's talking about doing this to you.
Daily decisions we struggle with. My husband will tell you this about me. I cannot make small decisions. I am paralyzed. The big ones I can make, there are shattering ones I can make, but the small ones cannot, no can do. I'll change my mind two times after I order. I'll admit it drives some nuts. I don't know why, I bet the big one's fine. So I totally identify with this list. Top daily decisions we struggle with. What is it for you? You know, I'll spend more time standing there in front of my closet, trying to figure out what to wear. Which admittedly I could have done the night before and always mean to, but didn't. For me, I, I, and then I'll, by the time I get downstairs, I'm shocked at how much time I spent wasted doing that. So, uh, top five, what to buy at the store. Number four, what to wear. Number three, decisions related to a hobby you have. That's always spend more money. Gosh, I'd like that one instead of that one, but that's a lot of money. Number two, what to watch on TV. I hate that. There's so many channels and nothing on. Remember that story? There's like 47 channels and nothing on. Did Springsteen seeing that? You're so much like mediocre quality junk. You're, you're just almost paralyzed. At least I am. You ever had one of those nights, you're sitting there with your spouse and you like spend the whole night jumping from show to show to show and you're like, meh, three quarters of the way through. So you never really actually watch anything. You never make it to the end of an episode because you're just flipping around trying to figure it out. Hate that. Uh, not fun. And number one, what to eat. 44% have trouble deciding on any, any given day. You know what we need to do? We all need to do. We need to just defer to Taylor Swift. She'll tell us. She knows. She knows what we should do. Apparently. For 20% of you, the rest of us have to figure those hard things out. Texture writes, good morning, Terry. You might be able to get away with planting strawberries as they are classified as a flower. Love your show. Well, yeah, I don't know. So call the Democrat Party headquarters. We do that. So we said we can't reach Taylor Swift. We don't know what to think or to do. We call Democrat Party headquarters because they always know. Texture writes, um, I don't think that stuff is going to go over real well here in the South. Well, you know what? I don't think eliminating gardens is going to go over real well with the left because they've been told, hey, go grow those rooftop urban gardens. Everybody should have an urban garden, you know, very communal, very communistic. And they've been programmed to do this. Heck, even a AOC is into one. So, I mean, I don't know, but they're very sheep-like. So maybe they just torch their urban garden. Uh, text raise, hey, Tara, can I grow poppies? Says Al in Union. I don't know, Al. What kind of puppies would you like to grow? <laughs> don't you have to get the Taliban's permission before you do that? I think they're all here in the country now, so I, I don't know. Texture rates. People need to eat, and there are too many people. Well, no, that's the argument they're using. Just they're now making the case, no backyard gardens. I told you, I told you, I told you they would do that when they funded the, the nitrogen army um, in the pro-inflation bill that they did. Texturites, plants use CO2 and produce O2. So I guess we shouldn't grow plants. Stupid is as stupid does. Uh, another texturites here. The way to get around that is all vegetables produce flowers. No, they're very clear. No vegetables. Another texturites, same with people who idolize sports and sports stars. Same deal. Another texturites, hey, Tara. Good reminder, Taylor Swift also tried to stop the election of Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn and failed. Yeah, that was fantastic. But it is Tennessee. I mean, that was kind of a reach even for Taylor Swift, right? Those people do not take instruction well, which is what I love about them. A lot of my family lives there. Uh, extended family. Texture rates. Uh, funny that the garden carbon footprint didn't include transportation, often across the planet. Good point. No, it didn't. 
No, it didn't. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 